0: Happy New Year and welcome back to The Word Podcast. I'm Julian Spivey, the creator, editor, and lead writer for The Word. You can find us online at thewordwebzine.weebly.com and you can listen to us anywhere you listen to your podcast. We record through Anchor, Spotify, so you can find us there. You can also find us at Apple and other popular sites. Uh, I am thrilled to be joined for our first episode of Season 5 by my wife, April Hanson spivey Say hello to everybody, April.
1: Hey, everyone. Excited to be here.
0: Can you believe that we're already on Season 5 of The Word Podcast? I feel like we just began this a few weeks ago.
1: Yeah, I know, right? It's it's flown by.
0: (laughs) Uh, Last year, our first episode of 2022 was our Pop Culture Wishes, where we went through a list of things that we hoped would happen in the entertainment industry world uh that we either hoped would happen or stuff that we hoped we would get to. Uh, and I think that it was a, a nice way to begin the year. So we're going to do it with our Pop Culture Wishes of 2023 to begin uh, this year. But Because it's the second time doing it, I want to go back and look at some of our pop culture wishes from last year, and we'll see if any of them came true, came to fruition, if we accomplished them. Uh, So uh, let's get going with that. Your first one from last year was uh, you hoped for uh, new music, a new album from the Red Dirt Country band, the Turnpike Troubadours. They had announced, I believe in late November of 2021, that they would be reforming, reuniting after a few years hiatus for a concert or a few concerts. That turned into more than a few concerts, and they have a tour going. In fact, we're going to be seeing them in Little Rock in February, which we're extremely excited excited. for. But they hadn't released an album since 2017's A Long Way From Your Heart, which was their fifth studio album. So we're going on uh, two and a half years sorry we're going on five and a half years without <laughs> Say, five and a year half years without the Turnpike troubadours releasing new music of course they were on hiatus for most of that five and a half years uh so but they didn't do it they did not that. release a new album or even a new song in 2022 so even though they're back on the road uh we're gonna have to check that as an x that one did not happen and i think we're gonna get to that Bummer. in a little bit
1: yeah I think uh, right.
0: <laughs> my first thing was i wanted bruce springsteen and the e street band to either start a tour or announce a tour and announce a tour they did this will be the first e street band tour since the River Anniversary Tour in 2016. So we're going on almost uh, seven years without an E Street Band tour from Bruce Springsteen. Of course, there's pan- pandemic has gone on during that time. He was doing his one-man Broadway show during that time, but it's time to get the band back together to go on tour. Again, I can say Uh, thrillingly excitedly we will be seeing bruce springsteen next month we're actually going to be seeing bruce springsteen and the turnpike troubadours uh two of our all-time favorites in about a week uh eight day span of each other yeah
1: it's gonna be freaking epic
0: uh but last summer bruce springsteen announced that he would tour in 2023 so i'm gonna give myself a check mark on that i got that one correct um april's number two wish for 2022 was for How I Met Your Father to be a success, Hulu's spinoff of How I Met Your Mother. And I'm going to have to say we're inconclusive on that. (laughs) Now, the series was renewed for a second season, so I guess you could claim that that makes it successful. But why are we going to claim it as incomplete?
1: Uh, <laughs> well, haven't started it. You were so um, excited
0: about this I'm one. So I, I believe it premiered last January or February. So you've had almost a full year okay. and you just haven't gotten around to it.
1: Here's the deal. Critics, I believe, did not like it. They did. not yeah. <laughs>
0: Mixed so, reviews at best.
1: Yeah, so it made me nervous, and yeah, I just did not get to it, and because of that, it just kind of freaked me out. But I really, maybe that should be one of my. It's not one of my wishes, but I guess one of my goals for this year. That's I'm gonna to at least get watch it. Yeah, Met
0: your mother. Yes, uh, that, that's a good one. I, I'll have something similar to that for my 2023. Uh, goals. My second one from last year was I wanted a major league baseball season, which some people may be saying, "Yeah, it happens every year." Of course, you're going to get a major league baseball season. At this time last year, major league baseball was in a more than a month long lockout. The owners had locked out the players, and it did not look like things were really going to be getting underway. At the time, I thought I think I said I, I thought there was an eighty five percent chance there would be a season. Uh, But I couldn't go any higher than that. Some people thought there'd be a less than 85% chance. It turned out they did have a season. It was about a month late. uh, But they did manage uh, via doubleheaders and and, and extending the season a little bit to get the entire 162-game season in uh, after the lockout. Uh, with a shortened spring training and everything. So I'm going to give myself a check mark there. So I'm two for two so far. April yeah, is 0 I think for that, two. You know what?
1: I think that whole baseball season, that was just a that was a gimme. You just wanted one
0: of your wishes. It, it wasn't a <laughs> gimme because literally some people, I know Keith Olbermann, a, a, a newsman and a big baseball fan of himself, he didn't think there was going to be a baseball season last year. No, uh, let's get to your season. third one. We'll give you a check mark on your third one. You hoped for Klay Thompson to come back after missing two full NBA seasons and have a somewhat of a resurgence uh, uh-huh. because he struggled at times when he came back last year, but because he helped lead the Golden State Warriors to a somewhat surprising NBA championship. And, you know, just the, the last game the Warriors played just two nights ago, he scored 54 <laughs> points.
1: Hell yeah, he uh, did.
0: I, I would say Klay Thompson has resurged uh yeah. Uh, so so Splash I'll give you Brothers. one out of 3. Um I was a perfect 3 for 3. Uh, my third one was I hope that uh NBC's family drama This Is Us stuck the landing on the finale. I was somewhat worried about that cuz some shows don't manage it. Uh, some of the episodes toward the beginning of the sixth and final season had me worried too, but man, the show definitely, especially in the back half of its final season, really did stick the landing. Uh, some of the, uh, best episodes of the series run were within the last five or six or seven episodes. So uh, I would say that, that I got that one right as well.
1: Yeah, that, that's definitely a check mark right there.
0: So let's go into some of the things that we hope for in 2023. The first one on my list is kind of a personal one, and it kind of involves the Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band tour that I hoped for last year. I have seen Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band, who are my all time favorite musical acts. Springsteen's my all time favorite. Singer songwriter, uh, as we're recording this, by the way, today is January 5th, which is the 50th anniversary of the release of his debut album, Greetings from Asbury Park, New Jersey. Uh, So it's basically like a holiday for me as a Springsteen fan. Uh, We've seen him twice. We saw him in 2012 in Kansas City, we saw him in 2016 in Oklahoma City, and we will be returning to Kansas City uh, in just a little over a month to see him on his 2023 tour. I have seen him perform my all-time favorite song, Thunder Road, once. He did not perform it the first time I saw him in 2012 in KC. He did perform it in Oklahoma City in 2016. So that one's checked off my list. My other favorite's like Born to Run. He plays every show. What I'm hoping for is to hear some deep cuts that I haven't heard. He's performed some before. Uh... But the one I most want to hear is Jungle Land from 1975's Born to Run album, uh, the epic 10-minute-long uh, album ender. Um, and I don't know that he plays this one much, probably because it's it's his longest song in general. But man, it, it it's probably my third all-time favorite Bruce Springsteen song, even though all of my top three are off that Born to Run album with the title track in Thunder Road, as previously mentioned. Uh there's some other ones I would love to see him play, like uh, 41 Shots, American Skin, The Ghost of Tom Joad, uh, some others. I, I highly doubt he's going to perform those. But uh, number one on my list is Jungle Land. And even though I was perfect last year in my pop culture wishes... I have a feeling it is a, an extreme long shot that he's going to perform Jungle Land in you concert know, when we see him.
1: I don't know if it's exactly a long shot, and here's why. Like, Bruce Springsteen is getting older. Mm. I don't know how many tours he has left. I mean, of with the E Street Band, probably
0: not much. This, is, right. this could be the last one, in fact.
1: Right. I feel like they would have announced it if it was.
0: Well, it's probably not intended to be the last one, no. but you never know. There, it's been never seven know. years since he's had a, a one with the band.
1: Right. So if he's, let's say, he's wrapping up his touring, you know, career, and you know there are songs that he hasn't played in the past that he's probably going to want to play. That's just kind of a a thought. But I, I mean, I feel like if there, as an artist, if there are songs that you have not performed much on tour, why not give some, you know, deep fans, you know, b- devoted fans, not deep <laughs> devoted fans, some deep cuts.
0: The guy plays 30 songs, at least every show. I Well, in the past, it has, again, it's been a while. So we'll see if that output continues almost three hour shows. Uh, some of those born to run dancing in the dark. He's going to play it every show. You know what to expect. Uh, and we've we've probably seen him heck in the twi- two times we've seen him we've probably seen him perform uh well over 50 songs so there's a chance i i just kind of doubt doubt that i'll be seeing jungle Land. Uh, backstreets also from the born to run another deep cut i'd like to hear i don't uh, know
1: Jillian. don't stop believing oh jesus
0: let's get to um let's get to your first pop culture wish uh, of 2023
1: all right so as yours related to springsteen from last year um you know, obviously a different wish but my wish relates to literally my wish from last year i would like the turnpike troubadours to release new music and i'm just going to keep wishing this every year until it happens um i actually think that this year they're really primed for that especially since they are really doing their tour and getting back on the road and i really have a lot of high hopes because obviously it was very publicized that Evan Felker really struggled with alcoholism and he has gotten sober and I just have like this very high hope that he'll have a similar breakout that Jason Isbell had with Southeastern after he found sobriety. So I really, you know, Evan Felker is just an amazing artist and writer already and I'm hoping like his clear state of mind will just continue that legacy.
0: There's been nothing announced that would lead me to say that there's definitely going to be a, a, a new Turnpike Troubadours album or even songs released this year. But I kind of have a feeling that this one is one that if we do this show again next year in January of 2024, that you'll be able to check off as being right. I just have a feeling it's coming. We know for a fact he has at least one new song. He's been performing something called Cat in the Rain at some of his shows uh, last year. Uh, so we know there's at least one new song down the down the road. Uh, if he chooses to record it. Uh, So I have a feeling you're going to be right on this one. Uh, Number two for me, uh, my wish is more of a personal one. uh, And it's one that I've been trying to get to for at least two or three years now. I have yet to watch HBO's drama series, uh, Succession, which has uh, been a winner of the outstanding drama series, at the Emmy Awards, its third season especially one, uh, it didn't air a season in 2022, but it will return for its fourth season, which is highly anticipated sometime in the spring of this year. The exact premiere date has not been released. It feels like one of those shows that just... Everybody loves everybody talks about it it 's an award winner it's it's the prestige of h b o right now, which has been a big thing for the last twenty five years or so um so I just feel like it's a necessity for me as a connoisseur of pop culture, somebody who tries to who wants to seek out all the best things. I feel like I need to watch succession, so my goal is before this unannounced uh fourth season premiere sometime this spring is to watch the first 3 seasons of Succession. Again, this is something I've been trying to do for years, so apparently it's not that easy for me to sit down and do.
1: We kind of have a habit of that though. It's yeah. we watched uh Shits Creek way after, mm-hmm. you know, once they got like all their Emmys and just like went on this Emmy spree <laughs> and then it's like, "Oh, yeah, no, we really need to watch this." And it was amazing. So Yeah,
0: I need to do it this year. I need to do it before the show starts. I'm going to I'm going to hopefully force myself to do it this year. What's number 2 on your list?
1: So we're both big Doctor Who fans, Mm -hmm. and I feel like the show has been a bit lost the past three seasons with Jodie Whittaker as the Doctor, and that's really not a criticism of Jodie Whittaker, I don't think. I think it was more the writing, and I kind of put that at the hands of the showrunner, Chris uh, Chibnall. Is that is that how you Chitano, pronounce it? Yeah. yeah. So uh, you know, I just I feel like she gets a bad rep, but I don't think that's necessarily fair. I think it was more of the writing style and everything. So to my wishes, and I'll kind of get into that a little bit, but I kind of have a wish within a wish in the for Doctor Who. So I hope that the anniversary specials that are planned in November are phenomenal, and it gets back to what makes Doctor Who so iconic, and that, and I'm get ready for me to butcher his name. Who he got was. There we go. <laughs> As the first black... I was a
0: little bit away yeah. from the from the microphone. I just want to make sure people got it. Cutie Gatwa.
1: There we go. So that, you know, he's the first black doctor in the franchise history, and I really hope that he puts his own mark on it. Um, I haven't seen him act elsewhere. I know he's the star in Sex Education, so I'm really... I have high hopes for it. But basically, and the reason I've picked this, obviously, there are going to be three anniversary specials that are mm-hmm. premiering in November of 2020, or this... This year, God, it's already November 2023. Mm-hmm. At any rate, um, during the season finale uh, of season 13, "The Power of the Doctor," um, and obviously this is season 13 since the 2005 reboot, <laughs> um, yes. we see Jodie Whittaker regenerated as the beloved Ninth Doctor, David Tennant, and that was such a huge like excitement for fans. Mm-hmm. And that's he's really going to be leading those three anniversary specials that are premiering. Um, he'll be portraying the doctor alongside beloved companion, Donna, Catherine Tate. So I really feel like this is, when I heard that or when I saw David Tennant, I kind of thought it was a bit of a ploy to get fans back. Um. Oh, I agree. <laughs> I mean, and I'm cool with it.
0: That's clearly what they're doing. I oh thought.
1: yeah. A hundred percent. And then we'll have obviously, um, say his name again cutie gawa there we go (laughs) as the 14th doctor he'll take the helm of the tardis um i believe he's going to be in those three episodes though
0: i think that he is going to appear Mm -hmm. i'm not sure how they're going to do it but i I do think he's going to appear in at least some of those three specials before he finally takes over the role for good and probably 2024.
1: Yeah. I'm in obviously uh, Russell T Davies, the showrunner during Tennant's era during
0: Christopher Eccleston and David Tennant's era. Yes.
1: He's going to be back for these episodes and also back for season 14. So I really, which I mean, again, as you had mentioned, I don't think that those, the rest of the season will be premiering until 2024. Mm -hmm. However, I just have a lot of excitement for, you know, Russell T Davies being back for David Tennant, for the new doctor. I mean, it's just, it's going to be, I just have a lot of excitement as a doctor, who fan because again i feel like they kind of just i don't know the writing just went in a weird direction
0: <laughs> there is good reason to be excited if you're a doctor who fan it's just has the show lost so many fans over the last few years that's going to be hard to get some of them back. Maybe I think maybe Russell T. And, Davies yeah. and David Tennant is how to do it.
1: I think Tennant especially. I think when fans hear I mean he's the mo obvious look, Matt Smith is my doctor. Mm-hmm. He is my guy. However, David Tennant is a very, very close second. I love him. So I'm very Davies excited about
0: gives that. me i so am I'm I'm really looking forward to the Tennant episodes, but Davies gives me hope. For Doctor Who continuing after the David Tennant specials. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Because it is. It's It has a lot to do with the writing and the show running of it all. So that's, yeah. I have, I have high hopes.
0: I'm going to get on to my third pop culture wish for 2023. And this one is um, one that I just don't know if it's going to happen or not. Uh, but we'll see. And I'm going to list off, before I before I tell you what it is, I'm going to list off the top ten films at the American Box Office in 2022. Number one was Top Gun Maverick. That is a sequel. Number two is Black Panther Wakanda Forever. That is a sequel. Number three was Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. That is a sequel. Number four is Avatar The Way of the Water. A sequel. Number five was Jurassic World Dominion. A sequel. Number six was Minions The Rise of Gru. A sequel. Number seven is The Batman. Kind of a sequel. It's intellectual property. Uh, Number eight is Thor Love and Thunder. Sequel. Number nine, Spider-Man No Way From Home. A sequel. And number ten, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. (laughs) Which is not a good look for the top ten in any year. I'm
1: sensing a pattern here. It's a
0: sequel. (laughs) To get to your first original property, original uh, script, you have to get to number 12, which was Baz Luhrmann's biopic of Elvis Presley, Elvis. Elvis. To get to your first fictional original script, you have to go to number 14 on the list to Jordan Peel's Nope. I want to see in 2023 an original script. I don't care who it's from. I don't care what the movie is about. I want to see an original script work its way into the top 10 in the domestic box office for 2023. I don't know what that movie is going to be. My biggest guess would probably probably be christopher nolan's oppenheimer which is set to release this summer about the guy who uh played a big role in building the atomic bomb and 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 the story revolving around that it's got a big cast and it's christopher nolan otherwise it doesn't really seem like a movie that would be in the top 10 but who knows it's probably my best guess But I think we're going to see a lot of sequels, a lot of superhero, which is, you know, previous intellectual property in the top 10. So I don't know what the chances are of getting it. But man, I want to see an original uh, screenplay. Had Knives Out, Glass Onion been released previously uh, before uh, in theaters, not on Netflix and before Christmas, it probably would have gotten in the top 10. But again, that's also a sequel. That's it is also a sequel, yeah. even though it's an original concept, because Daniel Craig's character is in it. Ryan Johnson, who wrote and directed the film, is actually going to have to uh, submit for uh, adapted screenplay, even though he's adapting his own character. I don't know. It's I think of those as
1: a series. It is, but because I'm
0: looking for something that would go into an original screenplay category if it was good enough at the Oscars to be in the top ten at the domestic box office. So that's my third and final wish. I don't have really great high hopes for that. Uh, but we'll see what happens. What is your third and final pop culture wish for 2023?
1: So I'm a little hesitant with this wish because I think there's something magical about it right now and bringing in a big streaming service could mess with that flow a little bit. But I would love to see for a major streaming network to throw money into The Chosen for 2023.
0: Oh, the, the religious show that's that's doing very well even though it's, it's yes. uh, independently and... Um, uh, What's it well, called? Well, crowdfunded. When, crowdfunded yeah. is the word I'm looking so for. So
1: basically, and we just started watching The Chosen. Um, so it's an Angel Studios produces it or, you know, creates it. A Crowdf- funded series on the life of Jesus led by Dallas Jenkins. It can be streamed, obviously. I mean, you can watch it on YouTube. You can watch it on Prime um, Its own website, Prime Video. Yeah, on the Mm, website, different things. I think it's on.
0: It may be on Peacock. Uh, Yeah, uh, there are ways you can watch it. I believe
1: so. There's ways you can watch it, but it's not really sponsored by any network, despite having this massive grassroots following. Like according to the Washington Times, 1.2 million people paid to see the first two episodes of the season three in movie theaters. The week
0: the week Mm -hmm. those two episodes came out in the movie theaters, it was the third uh, highest ranked uh, film, or even though it's TV series, at the box office that week, which is unbelievable
1: and look i you know i was super skeptical because of a lot of christian entertainment i'm a christian it's way too hokey to have legs to stand on i was very nervous about this series because of that you know i worked for a catholic publication for several years and i'll never forget that we ran a catholic news service review of god's not dead 2 where he basically said it wasn't good on so many different levels (laughs) and so it's such a shame to me that there is not good quality christian entertainment um so far we're only a few episodes in but I feel like the quality has been I feel like it's quality TV. Um I really feel like that's a testament to the writing and the actors. Um you know, we've seen Jesus's life played out in movies sticking mostly with scripture, but this TV show really explores the moments in between uh you know, of Jesus disciples and other people he interacted with. It really kind of breathes life into everybody and everyone and gives us a three-dimensional view. Um, so I really, with all of that said, I really hope that there is a streaming network that throws some good money behind this. I mean, it's got a following. Um, I just feel like they could do so much more with sets, with, with everything, guest actors, all of the, all of the things. But I also don't want them to mess with the, the beauty that it is right now.
0: It's not gonna happen, and hey,
1: I, it's you don't not know. gonna happen.
0: I don't think Dallas Jenkins would want it to happen. I know. Well, I this think is he's, why he's happy to continue mm-hmm. doing the crowdfunding thing. He's got his show literally everywhere people can watch, including for free on. on uh, many of those uh platforms yeah, so but I, man, I don't I don't see that you happening. Could do so
1: much with if to have a big network throw money behind it though, but I also don't want them to mess with the Well, I mean
0: of it, it already looks like something that that's better than some things you would see on a big time network like CBS or Fox or NBC or ABC that's so true. I mean let let the uh if it's
1: not broke, don't fix it
0: yeah let the people well. <laughs> Let the people keep doing with it what they've been doing. I, I don't think there's any reason to have a, a, a streamer to get behind it.
1: Well, uh, it's still my wish.
0: Okay. Um, <laughs> so that does it for our pop culture wishes of 2023. We'll see how many of these come true. I think there's a, a good chance uh, some of April's will. I'm not sure about mine. Um, but we'll see. Uh, and I want to remind you that you can review and rate us, uh, wherever you're listening to us at and, uh, check out our, uh, articles, reviews, and lists at the com. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining me, April. Absolutely. All right. Y'all have a good night.